0: The following is a presentation of the Center for Dermatology, Cosmetic, and Laser Surgery in Mount Kisco. Recapture your youthful look with Dr. David Bank. Visit thecenterforderm.com. You'll be happy you did. Welcome to the Health and Happiness Show with Casey. This is a weekly presentation with guests, ideas, information, and fun designed to improve your life from 100.7 WHUD.
1: Hello, it's Casey, and we are going to shine on in many ways today. With Little Victories? That's the topic, with New York Times bestseller and Wall Street Journal sports writer, Jason Gay, who reminds us all this weekend, please call the friends you love the most.
2: What Little Victories, the idea of it is, is those sort of small, everyday things that we do sometimes take for granted that we shouldn't, and friendship is at the top of that list.
1: Jason Gay has written what he calls the perfect advice book for people who never take advice. And that is just ahead, a delightful read. But first, it is the unmistakable voice and presence of Fran Drescher. I find her life fascinating and inspiring. It's like she's had many lives. Briefly, Fran Drescher is from Queens. She went to high school with Ray Romano, Really, they were classmates. She came in second in a Miss Teen New York competition. She dropped out of college in her first year because all the acting classes were full. So she went to cosmetology school. She married her childhood sweetheart. And during a writer's strike, they opened a crouton business. Then during a home invasion in L.A., Fran and a girlfriend were raped at gunpoint while her husband was tied up and forced to witness it all. Acting was always a love, and she got a few small parts, then sat next to a TV executive on a plane ride, and soon, the nanny was born. She separated from and later divorced her husband, who came out as gay, but their love is so unique, they created a new TV show, Happily Divorced. Fran was treated for uterine cancer, and coming up, she gives us an education. She also celebrates a health milestone soon, and that's why Fran Drescher is inviting you to New York for a boat cruise on June 20th. Fran Drescher. I'll know it's you when I hear that laugh. (laughs) Let's get caught up. What is new with you? What are you doing? I'm writing
3: right now what I hope will be my next television series. Oh, and I'm about to come to New York so that I can uh, participate in the Kansas Schmansa cabaret cruise on the Hornblower oh. Infinity which is a gorgeous ship for concerts and we're going to have a spectacular night on June 20th. I hope everybody goes to kanchmansa.org and buys their tickets We have general admission level, we have the IP tickets still left, and all the different levels include food and drinks and this wonderful performance that uh, of um, many different uh, rec- um, you know singers and recording artists and Broadway stars and it's going to be an amazing night and then after all that we're gonna take a little cruise through New York Harbor and look at that beautiful city all lit up in the evening on a glorious summer night in
1: June oh wonderful the hornblower is one of the best time everybody in New York should get on the hornblower at one time or another preferably June 20th for the Cancer Schmancer fundraiser.
3: Gorgeous. It's gorgeous. And they so generously are underwriting the entire event. They're the most wonderful philanthropic, supportive um, company that we've ever, you know, worked with. And it's just fantastic. You know, we're just really
1: thrilled. Tell us about Cancer Schmancer. This is yours because.
3: I am a cancer survivor. On June 21st, I will be celebrating 16 years of wellness. And I had uterine cancer. It took me two years and eight doctors to get a proper diagnosis. I got in the stirrups more times than Roy Rogers. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, in order to just gain back some kind of control of my life, I decided to write a book about my experience so what would happen to me wouldn't happen to other people. And that was the Cancer Schmanza book, which is now still available. And it was a New York Times bestseller. So I began to go on the lecture circuit and speak about my experience and began to formulate a vision through these speeches about what America needs and what we as patients need to become, and that's medical consumers. So I quickly realized that the book was not the end, but just the beginning of what's become a life mission. And the Cancer Schmanson Movement is a three-pronged organization. So the cornerstone was early detection. Catch it on arrival, 95% survival. And the reason why we lose loved ones to cancer is almost always due to late-stage diagnosis. Then, prevention. Living a preventative, toxic-free lifestyle will definitely reduce your risk of getting cancer because well over 90% of cancers are environmentally stimulated, not inherited not genetic 90% over 90% is environmentally stimulated so we can really turn this ship around sh- change the paradigm and set us ourselves on a new trajectory if we just Clean up our acts and live a more preventative lifestyle, and that falls under our program Detox Your Home, because the home is the most toxic place we spend the most time in, and ironically, have the most control over. So we can not only start taking the Check, Choose, and Change Challenge, check labels, Choose healthier, more eco friendly products and be the change we all so desperately need, but especially for your family.
1: We're talking to Fran Drescher, of course, about uh, cancer schmancer.org. You know, I think about my neighbors who I love so very much, and they have an impeccable lawn that is sprayed to death with chemicals every week, and it freaks me out because those chemicals are going into the earth and then into the water supply.
3: Well, it should freak you out, and also their pets. And children and themselves. They don't even realize all of this cancer is coming from this. And you know, all of that need for chemicals is a bill of goods that's been sold to us by big business industries that are repurposing war chemicals for civilian use. And it isn't necessary and everything old is new again and we gotta go back to pulling out your weeds if you don't like it and not having the most perfect lawn in the world. It's stupid and it's killing us.
1: It's stupid and it's vain and it's misguided. Absolutely. I got the gypsy moths up in the tree. My husband says, you'll call somebody. I said, oh, no, no, no. Not until I talk and find out what they're spraying. I'll keep the gypsy moths.
3: Exactly. It's just part of nature. Then you get rid of the gypsy moths and then you have another kind of
1: infestation. Right. Org. Everybody go there and get on the boat June 20th. Hornblower with Fran Drescher. I'm sorry I cut you off. Go ahead.
3: No, it's quite all right. I appreciate the plug, and I hope I see everybody there. We're selling out, but there's still plenty of room available if you want to come. It's a big ship, and we're going to have a lot of fun, and I'm going to be there. And we've got a lot of great people performing, from Rosie O'Donnell to Anne Hampton Calloway wow. to Rhea Jones, who stole uh, the reviews as the understudy for Glenn Close in London, Sunset Boulevard, and lots and lots lots of other people that are just spectacular. It's going to be one great performance after
1: another. Do you sing?
3: No, you don't want to hear that. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, I did do Rodgers and Hammerstein on Broadway, but I I um I don't think that's my strength, and I'd rather talk a little bit about the organization and why these people have come and what they're supporting, and we'll show a little video clip too, and then we'll get into the entertainment, a silent auction. It's going to be wonderful, we and it's going to have that. a great spirit. Everything I do, I try and make really, you know, deliciously warm and familial.
1: Yes, that is Fran Drescher, and you're working on your next series. You're writing it now. When can we yeah. see you? on television again?
3: Oh, boy. You know, I'm going to say not for a year at least. Uh, Because it takes a while to get something up and running and then and then find the new uh, uh, season to launch it in. But I love what I'm writing. And it's the first thing since Happily Divorced that I feel excited about and uh, wanting to do. So, uh, you know, as soon as me and my writing partner feel like, okay, it's ready, we're going to bring it to the network.
1: What do you watch for fun? Do you have a favorite show? Like, are Netflix and anything?
3: I like a lot of education shows on television, so I tend to watch PBS and, and documentaries and things like that. But I also love cooking. So I would say uh, cooking and nature shows are the things that I probably will enjoy and like to chill out with. So, uh, yeah, I love sitcoms, and I love to laugh, but they got to be genuinely funny.
1: Yeah, like so, that's why we need you to write some more.
3: Yes, exactly, exactly. And, you know, I like going to the movies, and I love going to music concerts. Tonight I'm going to a museum to see an opening of an exhibition that I'm very excited about. I love culture. I can't wait to come to New York and go see some Broadway yeah, we're waiting. I got for tickets you. from my parents to see Hamilton, which no! I've already seen. You've already so seen it. And you're going to see it? I saw it. Now I'm going to send my parents to
1: see it. Oh. I would have gone again, but I was only able to get two tickets. They're really sold out. <laughs> well, if you can't get them, they must be. I've got to let you run. I thank you so much. You have an incredible life, and uh, we're always waiting to see what you're going to do next. June 20th on the Hornblower. Thank you, Fran. Thank
3: you, and everybody go to cancerschmanza.org and get your tickets. I appreciate your support.
0: This is the Health and Happiness Show with Casey on 100.7 WHUD. If you have a question or need more information about things you've heard on the show, email kcradio at gmail.com. The Health and Happiness Show, information, fun, and inspiration.
1: you know how good it feels to catch a glimpse of your own reflection and smile back at it. Dr. David Bank at the Center for Dermatology, Cosmetic and Laser Surgery in Mount Kisco can help refresh your reflection naturally. Long-lasting Thermage uses radio frequency to strengthen your skin. Thermage can help you regain a youthful contouring of your cheekbones and jaw. It works great on stretch marks and on your legs and around your knees too. A Fraxel laser treatment pinpoints sunspots, scars and wrinkles and stimulates your own natural collagen. Fraxel can help change damaged skin into glowing, healthy skin. Ladies, in less time than a yoga class or a mani-pedi, you can renew and rejuvenate your skin and smile back at your reflection. Take the first step today. Call Dr. David Bank at the Center for Dermatology in Mount Kisco. Here's the number, 914-241-3003. And visit thecenterforderm.com. You'll be happy you did.
4: Hi, this is Patty Holmes with your Yoga Garden Minute talking about mood changers. The physical practice of yoga is what attracts most of us initially. The focus is on our bodies. And I still love the physical aspect, but it's the change in my mental and emotional states that keeps me coming back for more. Sometimes we all need help getting ourselves out of a funk, and music is one of the quickest ways to alter our internal states. When we combine inspirational music with the healing powers of coordinated breath and yoga movement... We create a potent mix for magic. So let's practice. Allow the music to inspire you. As you inhale, fill your lungs and ribs, arcing your arms out to the sides and up over your head, hands come together. Exhale, keep hands in prayer pose, lowering them to your heart. Again and again, lift those arms, breathe, move, feel that music, smile, and you can become your own mood changer. This is Patty Holmes at YogaGardenWP.com in White Plains, New York.
1: Hi, it's Casey. Little Victories, the New York Times bestseller, is a delightful read from a sweet and smart man. Jason Gay, sports writer for The Wall Street Journal, has also written for Rolling Stone, Vogue, GQ, The New York Observer, this collection of essays covers some very personal trials, a health situation, a family loss. But the man who is cool enough to have interviewed Rihanna on her private plane on the way home from the MTV Awards shares etiquette notes from his dear old auntie, Jason Gay. How are you today? I love the quote on the cover. It says, the perfect advice for people who never take any.
2: Oh, I'm psyched that you like it. Uh, you know, it. that is exactly what this book is. It's a rule book for people who can't really follow rules, and I put myself. I certainly will not claim to be an expert in any endeavor in life, uh, but I, I was somebody who read all the self-help books. I was a sucker for a good self-help book. You know, you see them in the bookstore, you see them in the, especially those airport bookstores when you're getting on the plane. They're going to promise you a perfect life perfect happiness, success at work, a six pack abdominal within three weeks. Uh, And yet I never could achieve any of that. You know, I lead a very imperfect life. So I wanted to write an advice book for the rest of us, you know, a guide to imperfect living. And that's what Little Victories is.
1: Absolutely. In Little Victories, you say hoard your friends. What do you mean by that?
2: Well, I mean that, you know, friendships, of course, are something that we cherish. uh, And yet I think a lot of us sometimes have a hard time with maintaining them. I, you know, confess that I have at times been a very delinquent friend in terms of just, you know, maintaining those bonds with people that I've known for a long time, making sure to arrange time to get together, talk, telephone calls, even texts, and so on. I mean, I think technology has put a different kind of spin on relationships sometimes that give the appearance of intimacy without really Mm. being intimate, and I worry about that. You know, I don't think that sending a text back and forth uh, with a good friend is sufficient. You know, you really want to get on the phone and talk and get together when you can, and there's that chapter uh, focused is on a a childhood friend of mine who has been a friend of mine for more than thirty years who, you know, lives across the country now and sometimes we won't speak for months and, you know, like all great friends, you can sort of pick it up right where you left off it seems. And yet I know I can be a better friend to him and he's been a great friend to me throughout my life and and, and it's just an acknowledgement in that chapter of the power of friendship
1: yeah what's true for me is sometimes my greatest greatest friends that are far away i feel like oh i can put them off another week because they're my greatest (laughs) greatest friends
2: exactly we all feel that way right you know it's like oh well this friendship is rock solid and 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 it is true that we end up spending much more time attending to our more volatile fragile friendships than we do the ones that are really meaningful to us that's kind of weird right but again i think that um what Little Victories, the idea of it is is those sort of small, everyday things that we do sometimes take for granted that we shouldn't. And friendship is at the top of that list.
1: All right, here we are on page 78. Go to it. Have at it. You are speaking to the ears of the Westchester Hudson Valley community about team sports, especially the Little League.
2: Well, doesn't it seem that uh, every time you pick up a newspaper that you see a story in there about two parents who are like wrestling outside a little league field or a hockey rink or something like that Mm -hmm. over a disputed call? I mean, as somebody who spends a lot of time around professional sports, I am telling you with full certitude that uh, nothing Uh, is more serious and intense than youth sports in America in 2016. It's crazy out there. And I think many parents are frustrated with the intensity of it. I certainly think kids are probably a little exhausted by it. Um, You know, I think it's time to kind of dial it down a little bit and take out some of that intensity and pressure. The funny thing is, is that you run into people who do this for a living, pro athletes. I cannot tell you how many times I've encountered professional athletes who didn't come to the sport that ended up being the way they make their living until quite late in their lives you know maybe didn't even try out for the varsity until their junior or senior year they were not the people who are playing soccer 12 months of the year when they were five six seven eight years old they were not the people going down to florida to do hitting camps and so on they became sort of more well-rounded people they played different sports tried different skills and there's also an injury issue here you know when we're taking kids and we're making them do the same repetitive uh, motions month after month and they're specializing you know the whole trend towards specialization now you have to pick a sport and you're going to do it 12 months of the year you cannot find an orthopedic uh, anywhere in america who will tell you that's a good idea Uh, i think that we're blowing out knees we're blowing out arms much earlier than we should i think there's real benefit to trying other things, experimenting in other sports, even sports you don't succeed in, uh, because I think it makes you a more well-rounded person.
1: We're talking to author Jason Gay, the New York Times bestseller, Little Victories, a sports writer's notes on winning at life. If you're getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning to drive your child to the hockey rink, find the little victory in that because he may pick up the guitar in a few years, or she, right? (laughs) And, And change the game.
2: Yeah, so then you'll be driving uh, to the club at 4 a.m. in the morning to drop them off okay. you know, for their concert, right? Yeah, it, it all comes around. I hear so many times from uh, sports parents who, on one hand, like, you know, like I do, you know, I believe in kids playing sports and, and, and the benefit to it. I think there's tremendous lessons to be learned from about camaraderie and teamwork, and we all know we can benefit from exercise. And yet I think that uh, just the aggressiveness around uh, youth sports should come down a little bit.
1: Yeah, dial it back. Well, you mentioned exercise, and I know you've got a a few pages here devoted to life at the gym, don't you?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you a gym goer yourself or no?
1: Very infrequently. Very infrequently. Me too.
2: Me too. I show up at the gym and they're like, we haven't seen you in months. What's going on? (laughs) I think you know when I figure out what I'm paying for my gym membership it's about $85 a visit over the course of a year but yes I mean you know people have very fraught relationships with exercise of course because you know uh, you know there are some wonderful people out there who get out and run run their 5k a day but the rest of us you know it's a little bit more of a struggle I'm certainly in the latter category Uh, you know I think the secret to exercise is really that there's no secret other than commitment it's doing anything repetitively is probably going to end up being good for your body. So if it's yoga, so if it's going to a gym and working with weights, if it's playing tennis, if it's skydiving, if it's anything that's physical and you're doing it more than two or three times a week, you're going to see some benefit from it. I mean, it's there's not no great giant scientific breakthrough that's happened here. But what's so funny to me now is, like, the access to technology that we all have. I mean, I don't know if you've mm-hmm. got one of those – Uh, wristbands that tells you how many feet you've walked over the course of the day or or connected to any kind of programs that are telling you exactly how many calories you've burned because, you know, we're now living like we're all scientific experiments.
1: (laughs) Right. Right. That's crazy. I I get that. I get that in a very deep way. Really. (laughs) Yeah, I don't need a Fitbit. I have four dogs. I know I can take plenty enough steps in and out and in and out.
2: You know, I, I like to ride my bike a lot, and I have a little computer in the uh, front of the bike that tells me how fast or slow I'm going, and, and my friend says it should just say, you're slow on It shouldn't even have any numbers on it. Just tell you, Jason, you're slow, and I think that's true.
1: The book ends on a very poignant note, and one of the things you say is that I'm going to make so many mistakes, but I know it is okay.
2: I see this as really a humor book that I wanted people to laugh on every page and I still hope it viewed that way, but, you know, in the course of writing it, something, you know, dramatic happened in our, my real life, which is that my father got very ill uh, with cancer, and so this sort of funny message of Little Victories, of enjoying sort of everyday mundane things, uh, really took on this huge significance. Uh, you know, we were trying to do these things for our dad, you know, whether it was, you know, get him a little bit of time with his grandkids, going for a walk around the block when he felt physically up to do that, even taking a ride in the countryside, um, you know, average ordinary things that he had done thousands of times in his life, took on such significance for him and for us, especially because, uh, you know, we didn't know how much time we would have left with him. So, well, you know, again, what began as really strictly a goofy humor book, um, I, I feel very strongly about that message now, having experienced that.
1: Right, right. Jason Gay, the guest, you are a sports writer. So I have to ask, who is your big sports idol?
2: My big sports idol, you know, they I've had a number of them. You know, my childhood, uh, you know, I, I definitely wanted to be Larry Bird or Michael Jordan or somebody like that. That seems pretty spectacular. Uh, nowadays... Uh, I'm with all the kids who love Steph Curry in basketball. I mean, what's not to like? He he, he, he barely weighs a pound more than I do, and, and he's competing as the greatest basketball player in the world at the moment. And also, you know, I grew up in a tennis family, and I've been, always been partial to Roger Federer. You know, I think he's a great champion. He's sort of a uh, a, a model of not just incredible tennis, but courtesy and you know an etiquette that i still actually believe in in sports it it, it still exists you know being polite to your opponent
1: little victories a sports writer's notes on winning at life jason gay any chance you'll get to the gym today
2: (laughs) Ha ha! you know what uh summertime i try to avoid the gym at all costs because it smells in there so i'm going to try to go for a bike ride as soon as i get off the phone
1: don't go too fast have a great day
2: Thank you. Have a great one.
1: Jason Gay, Little Victories. If you want my copy of the book, send me an email. We'll pull a name by random drawing and send the book out on Monday. KCRadio at gmail.com. K-A-C-E-Y radio at gmail.com. Drop me a line anytime. Have a great week.
0: You've been listening to The Health and Happiness Show with Casey. The content of The Health and Happiness Show is intended for general information purposes only. The Health and Happiness Show is a presentation of the Center for Dermatology, Cosmetic, and Laser Surgery in Mount Kisco. Recapture your youthful look with Dr. David Bank. Visit thecenterforderm.com. You'll be happy you did. You can listen to previously broadcast shows online at caseradio.com. And join Casey for another edition of The Health and Happiness Show next Sunday morning on 100.7 WHUD.